All right, well, we're back. We are back again. Episode two. Here we go. Howdy. Sean Crowell here. Matt Benavides. Matthew Thomas Michael Gregory. Hey, four first names. Let's go. Always a crowd pleaser. Yep. It's a good um, icebreaker. You know? Oh, yeah, that's a way to, way to bring the intro. All right, so last time we were on here, we had the, uh, the mock draft. Yes. And I'm about to pull up mine just really quick. I want to see how I did compared to the other ones. Uh, I just got to be able to find mine. First, <laughs> but, uh, well, I, I can remember from mine. I got six of the first ten right, and then it was just a crapshoot after that. But uh, I did pretty good on the top ten picks. If I would have switched Tua and Justin Herbert, I'd have gotten eight. But like that. Yeah, I think I was pretty good. Um, I don't have mine in front of me. Um, I think I got seven out of the top because I did have Tua and Justin Herbert going on the right people. But I had them trading up, um, but they still went to the right team. There you go. Um, But the bottom half of that draft was just, oh yeah, it was on fire. You know, yeah, people went everywhere. All right, so out of the first, I got four out of the first five, as I think most of us did. I got five out of the first six. It's you. Oh damn. Yeah, it kind of falls apart towards the end, but we don't need to count that. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, we'll, we, we'll get into who went where, what we're doing now. So I think what we're doing is we're going to uh, talk about uh, – we're going to go conference by conference, and we'll do draft grades, right? Yeah, yeah so, that sounds good to me. All right, so what we'll do is we'll start off in the AFC South just because we are Houston natives. I believe yeah. everyone here is born and raised in Houston. Yeah, they're – So um, – Gregory, um, obviously your your uh, horse is in the race for this episode. Ooh. But we're gonna. We'll, do you want to start with the Texans, or do you want to go alphabetical order? We can go Colts. I guess the question I really want to ask here is: Do we want to give the people what they came here to see? Oh, so that, I mean, that's the Houston Texans, or we can just let's let them wait. Yeah. You know, do you bury the lead, or do you just jump dive right in? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna save the best for last kind of guy. So. Yeah. So we'll cover the Jags last. Yikes. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Draft-wise. Draft-wise, they had the best draft. Okay, so do we want to start off with uh, – let's go with the Colts. Let's go Colts. We'll go alphabetical order. So as you guys know, they didn't have a first-round pick. They traded DeForest – or they traded – sorry, for DeForest Bunkner at 13, which, I mean, that's just – that's a great value. Yeah, I'll take yeah, that. You get that every time. Um, so their first pick was in round two, and they got Michael Pittman Jr. Now, um, what is it, 6'4", 223 – uh, jump ball target, Gregory. You liked him for your Texans. Why did? Why was that? I did. Um, that was before we got Brandon Cooks. I thought Pittman could be, you know, the replacement for Hopkins. Uh, another big guy. I mean, he can go up and get the ball. High catch rate. Tough hands. Um, okay. Really can pinpoint that ball when it's in the air, and that's yeah. something that DeAndre did really well. Texans went out and you know they got Cooks, so he kind of went off my board, but. Seeing him go to the Colts, Michael Pittman is kind of what they wanted in uh, Devin Funches last year when they signed him oh, that yeah. one year deal. You know, a big body, big body guy that can go up and get it because yep. they have some speed with T.Y. Hilton. So getting this Michael Pittman, who can be that, let's say, Anquan Bolden kind of guy, catch the ball, go get it. And then you have T.Y. who can stretch the field. I think that was a great pick by them. And they still got Paris Campbell, too. 
Yeah, yeah. Ohio State from last year. Another guy that can run. Yeah, oh, under yeah. the four four, I think, right? Four three, something like that. Yeah. Something crazy. So I mean, it looks good for them. I mean, Philip Rivers, um, you know, might be a slight drop off in wide receivers with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, but you still got Ty. You get Michael Pittman. Yeah, you have I mean, uh, you said Campbell. Yeah, Paris Campbell. And then um, that that kind of falls in line with their second, their next second round pick was Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You, you have you bring in him, Marlon Max on his fourth year. He's yeah. only got one year after this, so now you can run that one-two punch, which is kind of being common in this NFL. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And they traded up for Taylor, right? Yeah, I um, believe so. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what they gave up. Maybe a third-round pick. Um, I think they traded with your Browns. I think yeah. three, three spots, so they didn't they go up far. Be. I'm not sure what they gave up, but I mean another guy that I, I think he's going to be a replacement for Marlon Mack, um, but. They're going to run that run-two punch and pound the rock and throw it out of the backfield. It's going to be nice to see. And then uh, kind of go on for their round three and four. I mean, they got Julian Blackman, the safety from Utah, and then Jacob Eason, quarterback from Washington. Yeah. Um, the third-round pick, Julian Blackman, I think they saw something that a lot of people didn't. Um, I know some people didn't have him highly regarded. But for me, I, I don't think they're all in on uh, Malik Hooker. Sean brought this up uh, actually today that they didn't pick up his fifth year option. This guy was a 15, uh, 15 pick in the 2017 draft. So, I mean, oh, wow, I'm declining right. the option. So, check this out. So, another thing, uh, going back to the 2017 draft, from two through I think six, picks two through six all have their fifth years decline. Trubisky got his decline. Uh, I'm blanking. I'm going saw it. Fournette got his decline. Uh-huh. Um, I think, like, out of the, out of the top, or with the exception of the number one pick, which was 2017, who was that? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I was there. I should know. Um, but <laughs> well, humble brag. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So from Trubisky on, for like from two to six, all of those guys got their fifth year decline this year. Jeez. That's insane. Yeah, and you know, with, with the Colts, I mean, I, I think Julian Blackman. This is going to be the replacement for Hooker. That's what they're kind of hoping on. And then Jacob Eason. I think it's like. Great getting a fourth-round pick. They have to trade up to go get a quarterback. Uh, big guy, 6'6", 231 pounds. You know, if he can sit behind Phillip Rivers and, you know, kind of learn a little bit, him yeah. and Brissett can, you know, battle it out the next year yeah. or two years down the road. But for the Colts, I think it was a solid draft. Um, I, I gave it a B plus. I mean, they addressed the needs that they needed early, and they got a lot of depth, cornerback, wide receiver, linebacker late in the draft. But – for me, I gave it a B plus. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually agree with you. I think that Jacob Easton pick late, uh, man, that was that was a solid pick. So you're like the main person I go to for like college quarterbacks. I feel like you know like way more about co- college football in general than I do, obviously. But I know you, I think you're like a big quarterbacks guy. Yeah. So what do you see in Easton, or what do you not see? Like, what do you think about this pick? I think it's a good pick. Um, I think he's going to do really well behind Philip Rivers. I think he can learn a lot. Um, I don't think he'll get much playing time unless it's at the end of the year and they've either A, locked up a playoff spot, or B, are well out of it. Yeah, he's not seeing the field. It, not, not a chance. And I think, I think Jacoby ends up being trade bait um, just, just because I think they can end up getting value for him. Really? Um, they made the but, playoffs last year, right? I believe so, yeah. Uh, the Colts, did they make the playoffs last year? No. No, it was the Titans and the Texans. Oh, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he'll learn a lot. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm. So Who, Eason? Eason, yeah. Okay. I mean, the, all the throws will be there. 
He just needs to figure out the mental part of it. And I think if you're going to learn from anybody, Philip Rivers, well, one is an insane human being. Yeah. But he's definitely going to let you know what's going on in his head. You know, he's a very vocal quarterback. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I was talking about. Going back to the point I made. So half of the top 10 picks didn't get their fifth year options. So second pick overall, Mitchell Trubisky. Third pick, Solomon Thomas. Fourth pick, Leonard Fournette. Fifth pick, Corey Davis, and ninth pick, John Ross, all got their uh, options declined. Only ones that got them picked up was Miles Garrett, who was number one. Yeah. Jamal Adams, who was six. Mike Williams was seven. And Patrick Holmes, obviously, was ten. That's crazy. And, and McCaffrey was eight. But other than that, yeah. five out of the top ten did not get their options. Corey Davis and John Ross were five, six. Yeah. Now, the, uh, Ross was nine. Sorry. Oh. But still. Can you imagine this year's draft with all the wide receivers? What do you think they would have fell? Okay, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't watch. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, John Ross did run like a four. Did yeah, he like two. break the record? He, like four, he, he still went high. He, but, he got yeah. real close, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let, let's, let's uh, keep tackling this thing. I don't know. You want to go Jacksonville next or yeah. Tennessee? Or? So we'll go Jacksonville. Okay. Um, well, bro, to me, like there's – I mean, it's hard to say because our offense is probably going to be trash now, but they, I think they had a great draft. Oh, you yeah. got – you get C.J. Henderson at one, so there you got your, your your number one corner guy right now. You get Clavon Chason, Chason, Chason. Uh, it's Chason, but Chason. I mean. okay. And then Lavisky Chenault Jr. Lavisky Chenault Jr. That was one of the guys that uh like that the that the Eagles looked into a lot. Really? So that's how I know like his name. And apparently, like uh, I think he w- I think he's from Philly or like. He had ties to like the Eagles somehow, whether he was like a ball boy or something. I forget what it was, but I know that he really wanted, I think he came out and was like, oh, I'd love to go to Philly. And so that's why I kind of looked up with him. And he's just like a big physical dude. That dude is like a running back that plays wide receiver. Really? That dude is yoked. He's going to be fun to watch. I know. I think the reason why he fell and didn't go in the first round, obviously, because the wide receivers were just, I mean, deep. It was deep this year, but he had some injury concerns. And with the, you know, the, you know, this draft is a little different. Then he gets to do all the medical history. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, I, I'm sure he's completely healthy. I think that's the only reason why he fell. But, I mean, I think they got still there in the second round. Um, they replaced Jalen uh, Ramsey with C.J. Henderson and, you know, A.J. Bouye they lost as well. So they needed that cornerback. It's nice. And then to grab Chase on at 20, I mean, that dude is a pass-rushing specialist. That's great. Um, yeah, yeah, for them. So, okay, so do you think – I know in mine, I think I had them going – I think one of my first mocks I did, I had them going receiver. Do you think they made a mistake in going defense there instead of a receiver? No. Or do you think they're good because they got Chenault in the second? I think wide receiver is so deep, I think, just because they got Chenault in the second. I mean, you had those guys, Michael Pittman, him, um, you know, T. Higgins was there, but they probably would have had a trade-up to get him. Yeah. Um, but – you had those first round talents there in the second round. I mean, I think building up this kind of the defense is where they wanted to be because that's where they they got to the AFC Championship. Honestly. And they got your boy going to be there is Colin Johnson from Texas. Yes, because yeah. he's like what six six he's six six. Uh, I don't think he's into forty. I have a feeling they're going to end up trying to convert him to a tight end. Really? I he just he doesn't have good burst off the line. 
and he doesn't have great top end speed for a wide receiver, yeah. what you would want out of a pro wide receiver. But it's still those measurables would be pretty Dude, decent for a tight end. Two years he gave Oklahoma fits. Oh, two years ago, I don't think one last year. But he can go get it. Yeah, his route tree is a little limited, kind of like you said. If you could convert him into a tight end and put on some weight for him and yeah. have him just do a couple. Because Streets I mean, are, you know, exactly. Just, just be the Kelsey road. I mean, the guy can go get it. Yeah, so what, six 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 five. Uh, he's six six. Yeah. yeah, and and if you've got That's Chanel, okay. you've got DJ Chark, so he's definitely not going to be the one or the two. Yeah. Six six two twenty two. That's a grown man. That's a and and he's only a rookie, so you're gonna put weight on him. Yeah. So when you get him to six six two forty, isn't that too big? I personally, yes, but I'm talking about the end of his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six six two forty. I wouldn't be mad right. at that. So the question is, I mean, again, because I saw him like towards Oklahoma two years ago, and uh, well, really, I, I say I don't say I mean towards. I mean, he's pretty much just like little brother to everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. So like looking at, they have his weaknesses. So um, not elusive after the catch, like you said, lack separation and burst, like you were saying, uh, gears down when turning to find the deep ball, which yeah. But I mean, just. As a guy that you can have as like a red zone target that you can just kind of lob it up there, yeah. and yeah, and well, you know, and then to your point, if you do put him to two forty, then yeah, you could put him at tight end. Um, yeah, he's just a big boy, man. I, yeah. like, and I think that's a that's a good pick. And it, again, like I always bring it back to the Eagles. Like I remember that was a guy that said that the Eagles were looking at as like a late round guy. So I mean, and I would have been perfectly fine if the Eagles got him. So. Just, just like a big dude that you can kind of lob it up there and go get it. Looks like the only thing that he did do at the combine was the bench press. Yeah. Everything else is like he didn't have no forty, he no did. vertical, no. Which was smart, you know. But wow. Unfortunately, with this draft and the wide receivers, like you know, he was gonna fall. I mean, he. Yeah, the only thing he did was bench press, which is seventeen reps, which. Seems impressive for a receiver. I don't know, like twenty-five and seventeen times. That's it's pretty solid. I wonder what DK Metcalf did. I look it up. He was a monster. Yeah, but I mean, for me, Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, they had a lot of picks. I mean, they traded a lot of people. I know some people were kind of upset with them because they didn't get the draft capital that they wanted for their Clays Campbell or yeah. EJ Bouye. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, I thought was a good trade. You know, they got two, fir- two firsts for that. I believe so. Um, but I mean, for me, this draft, Jacksonville Jaguars, I gave them an A minus. I mean, they got a lot of depth, they, they filled a lot of holes. I mean, they're going to be a young team. It's going to be curious to see what they're going to do with the the mustache mania over there. Oh, is he going to fall? I don't. I, I don't think he makes it out the rest of the year. I don't think. Who's our back? Let me see. Hold on. Who 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 I, do we got back there? I don't. If you can't think of it, Jake. Uh, they got Jake. They got Josh Dobbs, which I you know. Well, they got Jake Luton in the crown as well. Who's Josh that? Dobbs. Uh, he's from Oregon State. He can't be that good. I never. Heard maybe <laughs> is this a a cam destination? <laughs> Could be. Oh. I, I don't know. But maybe they're just going to, hey, let's throw in the talent. Let's go get Trevor Lawrence next year. Right. Um, that, that could be a, des- a possibility. But, you know, let's build this up, get all the anchors we need, and then we'll get the quarterback next year. The way too soon prediction, he's the number one pick next year, right? Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Absolutely. He's yeah. got to be. Right now he's, he's the favorite. Unless, unless Justin Fields comes out and just lights people up, which – I'm not going to say it can't be done, but right now, Trevor Lawrence, he's been the number one guy for the next, yeah. the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bro, going back to DK Metcalf, we said Colin Johnson had 17 at 225. Like, that's impressive. Do you want to guess what DK Metcalf did? 26. 30? 
27. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that's insane. And it's it's insane. And ran a 4-3-3. It's yeah. crazy because no. he's long, too. So, I mean, you got to really extend oh, yeah. those arms. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's got a little bit of arms. He's yoked. Uh, yeah, I remember I remember watching the combine, and he was just, I mean, pure muscle walking into that thing. I was like, I don't, I don't remember. Him I, and A.J. Brown. I yeah. vaguely remember, which is crazy because A.J. Brown is jacked. But yeah. in the photo, I just remember the photo of them in the in the gym, and they're standing next to each other, and they're, like, yeah. flexing like Jesus Christ, bro! Like that, that was, was AJ, catch the ball. That's what what are you? AJ Brown next to him. AJ Brown had exploded oh, this past man. year. The Titans were up on next, but anyways, back to the Jags. I'm giving them an A minus. I think they did everything right in this draft. Yeah, out of, out of the AFC South, I had them as the best. I, I didn't do like a grade, but I think if I would, it'd probably be like you said, like A A minus because yeah, I mean to get to get Henderson, Chase on, and Chenault, and then you still get Colin Johnson in the fifth. Like, that's a damn good draft. Yeah, yeah, they they got quite a haul. Uh, I mean, and people aren't even talking about Ben Bart's the O tackle. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty a pretty solid starter for him. Nothing crazy, but I mean, they need all the help they can get up front. Six six three zero nine. I can't imagine what it's like to be that big. Uh, me neither. All that's right. Crazy. So up next we have the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they picked towards the end uh, with the twenty ninth pick. They got Isaiah Wilson, offensive tackle from Georgia. They got Christian Fulton, cornerback, LSU. Um, they got the running back, Evans, Appalachian State yeah. in the third round. Um, overall, I mean, I think this was a solid draft. Um, Isaiah Wynn kind of reminded me of Makai uh, Becton. Uh, little, I mean, they're both big guys. Becton was, I think he is 6'7", 364. <laughs> Something like that. Isaiah Wilson was 6'6", 350. Jeez. So this is another massive man. They lost Cock- or Coughlin, right? Jack Coughlin. Jack so Coughlin. Your, your Browns over yes, there. Yes, sir, he did. So they Smart needed man. someone um, that's athletic, is a beast, can uh, hopefully just blow up people. Um, yeah. I know he's a projection pick, but I think he could pay big, you know, big dividends for them. Um, I like Fulton. I had him graded as a first rounder, but you know, yeah, me too. He was one of the best in the SEC, but he had an ankle injury, kind of forced him down a little bit down the board. Um, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Hey, oh, okay. I mean, again, with this draft, it was you didn't get to do all your medical clearance on people, so I mean, yeah, you know, and you didn't get to bring people in because remember they shut all that down. Yeah, I think some teams only got to do like five to six guys they got to do private workouts for. Um, you know, they got a, a running back uh, that Evans in the third round for yeah. Appalachian State. Yeah, Darrington Evans didn't do too bad in Division Two, uh, As far as I understand, he was a pretty productive running back for App State. Um, they, I mean, clearly enough for Tennessee to rank him, you know, with a third-round projection. So. I th- I'm hoping I, – I mean, for me as a Titans fan, I, I'm not a Titans fan. I, I – <laughs> I think if I if, was, you were, a if I were a Titans fan, which I know I, I have some friends that are out there, Titans fans. Sorry, guys. Tighten up. You want this pick to be who you thought you were going to get in Deion Lewis. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's got to be that change of pace. Because Derek Henry is going to be the, I'm going to just plow you guys. For and sure. then you want that other guy that's going to be shifty, catch the ball, and then be that third down type of back. What you thought you were going to get in Deion Lewis. That's why you signed him. It didn't happen that way, but, you know. So you have the big bruiser in Derrick Henry, and now you have Darrington Evans. Um, so Sunbelt uh, Conference Offensive Player of the Year, 2019. 
Um, top 10 nationally with uh, 1,400 yards, 1,480 rushing yards, 18 touchdowns on 225 carries. That's 5.8 per. Dang. Um, he also caught 28 passes for 198 yards and five scores in 14 starts. So he's going to bring some juice. Yeah. So, I mean, and he ran a 4-4-1. So you have that Ooh. speed to match up with Henry's power. And like you said, if you want, that's like the role that they thought Deion Lewis would be. Yeah, so. and then not sleep on um, Cole McDonald, quarterback from Hawaii. Man, I'll tell you what, that kid can throw the ball. He's got a cannon. Um, it'll be an interesting kind of quarterback development. I mean, you get him in the seventh round, you know Ryan Tannehill locked in. This is going to be a quarterback, ride or die now, yeah. for the next couple years. But he deserves it, man. He does. I mean, the way he showed out at the end of the year, like, bro, he deserves it. You just, you hope you, you tied up all that money now, see? This is your guy. Hopefully yeah. it wasn't that one-year fluke, hey, contract year. But it's going to be fun to watch the Titans, Mike Vrabel, and then they got something special down there. I mean, they, they look pretty good. They look like they're going to be a physically imposing team. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess the only ones left. Mm. Oh, by the way, Titans, I gave a B. Unfortunate. Solid game. <laughs> All right. So the only ones left are your Houston Texans, the hometown heroes, or zeros, no matter how you look at it. Mm. Okay, so to be fair, we are judging the draft. Yes. And the not, people that were selected, not how you got those picks. We can get into that later. Okay. We are just going to go right now off the draft. And the first pick, number 40 from the Cardinals, which we're not going to talk about how they got that 40th pick, <laughs> was Ross Blacklock, defensive lineman, TCU. What say you, Matthew Thomas Gregory? Ross Blaylock. I... You know, the more and more I butcher the names, I get it. I know this guy. I I am excited about. They haven't had inside pass rushing specialist. I think he can. He can bring that. He was out of scheme in TCU, but this guy can be an interior force down in the middle. DJ Reader, yes, great player, but he was more of a run. Run kind of stop. And guy, and you picked that up. You you plugged that hole with uh, Timmy Jernigan, who was yes. Super Bowl champion with your Philadelphia Eagles. JJ Watt, Timmy Jernigan. You'll find a way to tie that in. You got Ross Absolutely. and you got Whitney. That's a that's a formidable four man front right there. Because how how old is Merciless? Do you know? He's 30, 31. Okay. I mean, something like that. But I mean, you know. But this guy's he's a quick first step. I I really liked him. This was somebody I had. I projected in some of my kind of drafts, him following to us. And then I really like the third pick. You get Grenard, the, uh, the the edge guy from Florida. This guy led the SEC in sacks. Let's not forget about that. That's, yeah. that's a hard thing to do in the SEC, and you led in sacks. This guy, I mean, graded out well. I think he had 10 sacks, 16 tackles for loss in 2019. So why did, So why do you think he fell to the third? I don't know. I mean, I don't think he showed all the athleticism that you wanted. I don't think he had a good combine. I remember the name. I think he kind of underperformed. But but the productions there, sometimes, you know, you know, the combine, you might be dealing, you know, you're training so much, you might have a little nagging. I think it's it's important to put stock in the combine, but at the same time, like, where you can't live and die by those results. Like, if this would have been a D2 player, okay. But, like, this guy produced at the biggest lights, SEC. And I me, I love the pick. I mean, fourth round, Charlie Heck, offensive tackle, North Carolina. I know a lot of people think we've reached, but this guy is a coach's son. This guy knows technique. He's going to be sound. I think, I mean, he's a pretty big guy. I think he's going to be, you know, a good swing tackle. 
the, yeah. the Chris Clark. Yeah, definitely. And not only that, he got to spend last year under Mac Brown. And we all know the things Mac Brown can do with an O-line. He always finds a way to maximize guys' potential on the line. So I think that'll definitely help his case as well. And Noah, if you tell me I'm getting a, a swing tackle in the fourth round who's going to be, you know, just a consistent every day, you know, every other day starter coming in there for the next five years, that's a that's a steal in the fourth round. These late round picks are tough to hit. Yeah, for sure. And then John Reed, the fourth round pick, um, this is the one they got from the Dolphins. Uh Cornerback from Penn State, I I had him on my top 100 to get him here on the fourth round. I think this is a good get. Uh, Bill O'Brien, this was he actually recruited him when he was at Penn State. Really? Yeah. So that's where wow. that kind of um, that ties in. I mean, he's seen him. He's co- you know yeah. kind of coached him. Sees what he, knows what he can do. And they get uh, excuse me Isaiah Cut- Cutler Cutler uh, Coulter Coulter from Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. I love this guy. Four four five. Um, 36, 36 inch vert, which is, I know, like, I think it was, uh, cause I was trying to look up what vert, like how to kind of, uh, equate that. And I think, um, Vince Carter's was 38. So you're in pretty good company if you have 36, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So he, we, we, you know, he can dunk. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> it's something you need to be able to do in the NFL. So Coulter was second team all uh, CAA, uh, 72 catches for over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns in 12 games, but he only started at 11. So to have that type of production as a sophomore, I'm sorry, and as a sophomore he was uh, 42 catches, 604 yards, 14 touchdowns. Uh, so, I'm yeah. sorry, 14.4 per three touchdowns. So I was going to say 14 touchdowns sorry. sophomore. <laughs> sorry. Wow. sorry, sorry, sorry. Wow, we got him in the fifth. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is like another speed guy. I don't know if he's he's probably not going to see the field this year. No, I mean, um, the, yeah. the Texans, they have a lot of wide receivers. Um, it's going to be curious to see what they're going to do with, I mean, you got Kenny Steeles, you got Fuller, you got Randall Cobb. You got um, Brandon Cooks now. You still got DeAndre Carter, who I think is gone. Good riddance. I mean, I love the guy, but his punt return and kick return, not good. Yeah. Just watch any tape. You'll see it. You still got Kiki, and then now you got uh, Coulter, from uh, the wide receiver from Rhode Island. I mean, they got a lot of depth there. They might not have a true number one, but they have a lot of, like, number twos. Yeah. I'm curious. I want to see what they're going to do. You got a lot of speed on the outside now. If you just run verticals with your boys and then go from there. Um, me personally, I'm giving the Texans uh, a B, solid B. So nice, nice. So I mean, and we can touch on like what they'll do uh, when the when the schedules come out. Schedules come out on Thursday. It's Tuesday right now as we're recording this. So we'll go over like what we think they'll do once the schedules come out. We'll we'll do a pod about you know records and everything like that. So we'll touch on that later, and we'll get more into the the D-hop trade, but right now I think we're just talking about the draft, and I think they did a pretty good job. I really like Blacklock. I think that's a great uh, pickup. And uh, John Reed, the cornerback out of Penn State, like you said, he was recruited by Bill O'Brien, so at least he has some familiarity with him as opposed to just some schmo. So we'll see. That could be either really good or it could be like Chip Kelly recruiting Kiko Alonso to uh, uh, Oregon. And then then trading. Well, not we'll get into that. All right, but well, uh, all right, so, so that's the AFC South, right? Yes, yeah, that's it. That wraps it up. All right, so we'll get back to you guys. We're going to go through all of the um, divisions here, and uh, hope you guys check it out and reach out to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, let us know what do you like, who do you think was a good pick, what do you think was a re- uh, reach, how do you think that's going to affect the season. 
Uh, we want to know what you guys think. Give us some feedback, something to work off of, um, and then we'll address it. So, uh, what are we going to get into next? We want to do AFC. Why don't we go East? Let's go AFC. So the next one you hear is going to be AFC East. We'll get into Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, Dolphins. and Bills. All right. So tune in for that one. Um, we'll see y'all next time. All right. Peace.